Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. going on the good people of the interwebs welcome back for another special episode here on the ochi show live baby drop in the comments where you're tuning in from what kind of kayak you're fishing out of or what you're fishing for i don't care let us know you're here smash that share button down in the lower left hand corner let's get it going boys and girls Nicholas Beltran in the house. What's up, my man? How you doing? Casey Starnes in the house. Walton Doyle. My man. Casey's tuning in from Cleveland, Tennessee. Good to see you fine folks here this evening. Uh, just a couple, couple quick things. Frankie Provolone. Sup, Slayer. Um... Obviously, Mr. Randall is in here to my left. Uh, thoughts and prayers to uh, my brother from another mother. Uh, his father passed away this this past week, so positive thoughts and prayers to my man Jay. Um, Jay Jay will be back 
It's taking some time off, uh, much deserved. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get Mr. Randall back here. Last weekend on the Tippecanoe River, Mr. Jackson Orr taking it down for the first Paddle and Fin Trail Series event. Congratulations. Matt Gibson followed that up with a second-place finish. I told you all there was big smallmouth there. Many 19s, but Mr. Gibson had a 20 and a half. 20 and a half tank. Check it out on uh, Tourney X. So, hope you guys are stoked. We got some awesome news here at the Paddle and Fin Familia. But uh, we have an epic guest with us this evening. M Captain, I was going to say Mr. But I got I, I to gotta do this correctly. Captain Zach Rollins. <laughs> What's up, my brother? What's happening? Welcome to the show, my friend. Um We'll get to why you're here, um, you know, but Zach has a podcast as well along the keel. I encourage you all to go to the podcast platforms. Check that out. Website too, right? Along the keel.com. Yep. Instagram, Facebook. See that? See that? All over the interwebs. Sometimes I got it together. Sometimes <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm only human boys and girls, but uh, me and Zach, uh, we've been talking for what, about a week now? About a week oh, now, yeah. yeah. We've been chit-chatting. So, uh, Zach, in his podcast, are part of Waypoint TV. And uh, Zach reached out and said, hey, why don't you bring the Paddle and Finn family over to Waypoint TV? And what do you know? Paddle and Finn teaming up with Waypoint TV, their podcast streams. These videos are going to go up there as well. We've been talking to the folks over there all week. Signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty cool. It's awesome. Um, it's going to open up. Um, I think you know from from talking to some of the guys and gals here at Paddle and Finn. You know, it's uh, it's going to open up the door to help spread the word of kayak fishing. Um, you know, if, if you guys aren't familiar with Waypoint TV, everybody in the kayak fishing world knows Drew Gregory. His hooked on wild waters TV show was hosted there, um, so it's it's totally cool to uh, to get invite and be part of uh, the Waypoint family. But you know, Zach had a big role in that, so I guess let, let's jump into that. Um, you know, yeah. why'd you reach out to us, and and you know, we'll, we'll kind of talk about how this all went down. <laughs> <laughs> The nitty gritty. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Brian, thank you for having me on. And, um, just a, really cool to be able to part of, be a part of paddle and Finn and, and bring you guys onto waypoint. You know, when I yeah. first found you guys, it was kind of out of the blue, you know, and, um, was listening to some of your stuff, saw that there was, you know, it, it wasn't just you, like there was a team element to this and sure. that's what I was attracted to. And I thought, you know, man, you guys have some awesome content, great following, and uh you know you, you i forgot forget. the kayak i forgot the kayak hunting kayak I apologize, hunting. <laughs> brad that's uh that's new and up and coming brad's one of our hosts for the feather and fur podcast oh segment. awesome so well, glad to have you brad yeah, yeah. and you know <clears throat> waypoint is is just out there trying to really um 
grow our network and grow our reach and and grow it in a way that brings on high quality shows like you know you guys and uh you know just make the world a better place make the outdoors a better place right and have a positive impact so you guys you guys were you guys were doing the same thing that we're doing and that's why we wanted to have you on yeah man it's exciting um you know i got this email and i'm like is this spam (laughs) (laughs) i always fear that and i started reading into it and i was like no this isn't spam this is legit and uh so you know we started conversating and you know um when we started presenting this to to the other hosts and things like that um you know the the only there's no real change other than you know Mm -hmm. it's same content um it's still our own you know thing it's just uh now we're we're going to have the ability to reach a bigger audience um you know uh work with awesome folks at waypoint you know there's tons of podcasts on there as well and um you know just be part of something that's bigger than what we already are which is super cool yeah yeah 100 percent, and that's exactly what we're trying to do here you know and like i said saw you guys you guys fit the bill perfectly and um you know, it's funny. Every time I send out an email, I'm always like, is this sound like spam? I hope it doesn't sound like spam. <laughs> you read these emails and you're like, oh, man, like that's just sounds like some idiot somewhere wrote it. Right. And you're like, no, 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 no. no one's going to want to read this. <laughs> well, you know, we we get some of those, um, you know, inbox gets spammed a little bit. So I mm-hmm. always try to weed through and you know, check and make sure I'm not missing anything important, you know, because we got a lot of listeners, a lot of viewers that email in and they're like, hey, uh, I saw this episode, um, was wondering about this, or do you have a link mm-hmm. to this product you guys were talking about? Things like that. So I try to make sure we get to all that. Um, so we're not leaving anybody out, you know? Um, right. So it's, uh, you know, as I was scrolling through, I'm like, oh, no kidding. <laughs> oh, waypoint. So, <laughs> yeah, Waypoint. And I'm very familiar because that's how I used to, you know, watch Drew Gregory's Hooked on Wild Water show. Um, yeah. There there was a couple other shows on there that I used to watch as well. Heartland Bowhunter mm-hmm. um, is part of Waypoint. Um, Ike Live is part of the Waypoint mm-hmm. podcast world. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool to be able to uh, rub shoulders with some of those folks, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and same here. You know, when I started my podcast and I got approached by Waypoint, I was under the same mindset. It's like, oh man, there's all these other podcasts similar to mine, you know, sure. In their own, and everyone has their own perspective on things in the outdoors. But to be able to rub shoulders with, you know, guys like you mentioned, you know, guys like Tom Rowland and and be able to talk more about the outdoors and, you know, whatever else comes up, you know, so I couldn't agree more. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, Ike, if you're watching, you know, I'll come on your show anytime. <laughs> you know, I we can have make to that check, up. You never know. I'll, I'll have to check the calendar, Mike, but you know, I might be able to squeeze you in, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's super cool. It's 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 awesome news for us. We're super stoked. We wanted to bring it to you guys. So. Um, those of you guys that are tuned in on the podcast platforms, obviously we're live now, but uh, a lot of folks listen, um, after this is live on the podcast platforms, um, 
you'll still be uh, our channel will still be at the same place the uploads will go to the same spot you always go to to listen to them so don't have any fear you won't have to go out and search around for for the podcast again um your normal subscription wherever you guys tune in from apple podcast spotify stitcher google podbean whatever it is um it'll all still be there in the same place but you can go to waypoint tv as well mm-hmm. yeah you can also if you have a samsung tv and you have samsung plus we're on there as well so you'll be fine in your and roku and and, uh, and roku yeah. lg smart tv you could download yep. the waypoint app i mean you know we're, we're gonna be everywhere we're gonna be everywhere brian i mean this face is kind of for radio bro but <laughs> i mean there's a chance i might break that tv screen <laughs> just saying just saying. That, that that's right. They had me doing voiceovers the other day, and um, I was like, "Man, you know, I guess the TV thing didn't work out." So I'm just gonna be the voiceover <laughs> guy. <laughs> I, I like it's it. a step above a hand model, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I like it. Ryan Milford from the Noob Show in the chat says, "We're gonna be famous." Hold your horse, <laughs> <it>. bro. <laughs> Wishful thinking, my friend. We'll all be famous except for Milford. <laughs> you will soon learn, Zach, that uh, Milford is uh, like the little brother you always pick on in yep. the group. So uh, we love Ryan. He's a good dude. Uh, John Rapp in the chat says, Roku is ready. I Let's like go. it, Big Daddy. I like, I like it. it. My brother from another mother out there in West <laughs> Virginia tuning in, man. So it's super cool. But let's get into you, man. Um, yeah. Love the good news. Um, everybody should be stoked about it. Um, it's just going to be cool for the kayak fishing world, the paddle and fin familia. You guys, the listeners, the followers are the familia. So, uh, yeah, super cool, man. But Zach, you're a captain, captain mm-hmm. of a shrimp boat. <laughs> yeah, public <laughs> out, man. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and, and you have your podcast along the keel as well, man. So, yep. um, we always, you know, when we're talking to fishermen, we always start out, man, how'd you get into fishing, where you're from and all that good stuff, my friend. Yeah. Well, so I guess fishing for me started when shit, I've been on a boat since there's a picture of me in a, you know, as a kid at like three months old on a boat, you know, my grandmother's boat and, um, or the family boat, I should say. And from there, um, you know, always been attracted to the water, mostly, mostly an ocean. You know, I grew up here in Rhode Island. I was born and <laughs> I was born in uh, California, you know, Laguna beach, California, moved to Rhode Island and then lived in Florida. Most recently lived in, in Hawaii. Actually, I was working as a captain out there oh, and, wow. um, yeah, that was awesome. Got to fish some of the Kona granders, which was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, so mostly, mostly saltwater for me, but got into fishing through my, my mom and dad, you know, my dad grew up, uh, in a fishing family. His dad was a, and my grandfather was a, uh, commercial, uh, Gloucesterman. So okay. commercial swordfish longliner. Uh, they mostly did swordfish and cod and then lobster in, in the, in the off season. Ooh. And then my mom is just someone, she's always in the outdoors. Uh, she actually, if I were to spin you around, there is a bunch of ducks and geese and everything around my head and she did his taxidermy on the side fun that's enough. cool Heck yeah. yeah yeah so you know always grew up in the outdoors always grew up fishing like i said mostly on the ocean and um you know throughout my life i i was attracted to the water 
And I was like, well, how can I spend the most time on the water and then get paid to do it? Well, there's a lot of jobs out there. And, you know, I just so happened to work pretty much everything in the industry from working at a marina to a boatyard to sanding and painting bottoms to running million and a half dollar yachts, you know, um, or multi-million or whatever you want to say. But sure. You know, it was it was something I've always been attracted to. So when I got my license, I was like, ah, this is a no brainer. You know, Hell, I can drive people's boats. I can drive other boat tour boats, charter boats and uh, and just kind of go go that way. So went to the University of Rhode Island for marine affairs and kind of cut my teeth here in Narragansett Bay and then actually moved out to Hawaii for a little bit and lived in Kona, Hawaii and started running boats out there. So now we're back in Rhode Island still running boats talking to you doing a podcast and this is kind of how it all it's kind of how it all went down in five minutes <laughs> so 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 hawaii man is it like yeah. you're on vacation 24 <laughs> 7 uh that's funny that's 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 a funny <laughs> it's uh no definitely not um, all right it's uh living in hawaii i think there it gets romanticized a lot right okay. and i and i think because and, and don't get me wrong, Hawaii is absolutely gorgeous, unbelievable people, culture is incredible. But the truth of it is, is it's expensive, right? Yeah. So when you when you live out there, you got to kind of earn your keep. And you know, fortunately for me as a captain, you can make some pretty decent money. Um, but it's a uh, the when the boat goes, you go, you know. And during the busy season, boat always goes, you know. Yeah. Now with that said, um, you know, when the off season or when the winter swell comes in. Um, it quiets down a little bit. So you get some nice time off. You can kind of enjoy it and hang out and, you know, go fishing because Hawaii right there has, uh, is known for the Kona Granders, which is, you know, thousand pound Marlin right off the coast. Mm. And we're talking, you leave the breachway and you're already dropping your lures in the water and you're trolling, you know, only a few miles offshore cause it's 15,000 feet, you know, that's crazy, um, dude. It's wild. They say every mile you go offshore is a mile deep. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker that's kind of the metric i don't know man that's just kind of wild to me i mean i've been i've been on the ocean and up in maine and mm -hmm. i don't think down on the west coast at all florida i've been out a little bit i've never yeah. fished salt water you believe that i've been You've out on the ocean salt water never fished salt water bro oh man i Dude. was but well so i was supposed to go to texas mm -hmm. um last april mm -hmm. uh, a little over a year ago and fish for reds and sea trout with my yeah. man dustin nichols who does our saltwater segment here on paddle okay. and fin and rona hit and i canceled my flight damn you rona but but i had some airline credit some <laughs> airline credit and i just rebooked a flight to florida in july there you go all right oh so, so during i so, yeah well you just spilled the beans bro <laughs> oh shit i wasn't supposed to say that it's all good paddle and finn will be in the house at icast boys and girls 
Were you supposed to say that on this segment or <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. The cat's out of the bag, bro. I'm, I'm we're, we're, we got, we're full of good, exciting news tonight. This, this is a good segment. This is I like it. a lot of good news going on <laughs> and I possibly just ruined one of them, but <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, never fish saltwater, man. But that's wild. I remember, uh, I was a kid, man. And I was up in Maine and, uh, mm-hmm. just going out, uh, we you know, it's a kid with my folks and uh, mm-hmm. my old man wanted to see some whales um, out on the uh, out on the Atlantic. And yeah, uh, we went on a whale watching tour. That was the extent awesome. of, you know, my saltwater experience. But it was awesome. But yeah. uh, I mean, saltwater here well, in New England is special, you know, and I'm biased, right? Because I've grown up in New England for a while. But sure. I mean, we have so many species up here. And then if you go offshore, you know, you kind of hit the Gulf and uh, the Gulf stream, I should say, um, you're getting pelagics like white Marlin, blue Marlin, mahi, um, tuna. And and sometimes, you know, they'll get kind of sucked in close to shore. So you'll, we, hell, I've even seen trigger fish up here in Rhode Island and that's a salt water. That's a tropical fish, you know? Sure. Um, and then on the flip side, like I've seen beluga whales here in Narragansett Bay, you know, and that's like, well, you know, with that's a Arctic, right? I mean, you're thinking cold, cold water mammal. So, you know, New England has such an interesting ecosystem and uh, it's so diverse. And I don't know if a people, a lot of people know about it, so we can kind of keep it, we can kind of keep it quiet, but you should definitely get up here one of these days and we'll take you out. We'll, we'll go All fishing. Right. All right. All right. Yeah. I love you. We'll get some Rhode, tog. I think Rhode Island, I think that's, uh, uh, I think we took a ferry or something. From like New York to Rhode Island or something. Did you? Maybe it was Jersey. Block Island, York. maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a two week, two three week long road trip as a kid, man. All of yeah. the East Coast, all the way up into Maine, and then back down through Vermont, New Hampshire. Oh, that sounds uh, awesome. All that cool stuff. Yeah, man. That's something yeah. I'll never forget for sure. Yeah, but well, and and I know you were kind of. It sounded like you guys were kind of making fun of it on your podcast. I was listening today. Your most recent one was a striped bass, right? The striped bass, yeah, yeah, beaches yeah. and beans. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you guys yeah. were making a crack at the striped bass. What you, you guys uh, you don't like what? the stripers or what? No, no. <laughs> so <laughs> I love striped bass. I just think they're overrated. That's okay. just my opinion. I, I think. Right. You know, it's kind of like, uh, uh, let me, see. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I, it, I can compare it to guacamole, right? Like I love guacamole, <laughs> a little overrated. Like it's not, it's not ice I agree. cream. I agree right? with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not right. ice cream. Ice cream is, I think is properly rated. Um, guacamole, I think people overrate it. And I think, uh, the striped bass, although it is one of those, it's one of the endemic species that I think is a beautiful representation of fishing here in new england you know sure um it's it's become so popular with the with the recent changes in regulations especially here in rhode island that have really kind of brought the resurgence of the species back um, which i think is incredible and people really take striped bass fishing here very very seriously you know oh yeah um a lot of the angler a lot of the anglers because it is their main you know target species they take it, you know, take it to heart. Um, for me, I, I think striping, stripe bass fishing is fun. You got some running and gunning you do in, in the, 
in the spring with the schoolies and then you get the fall run. And then during the summer, they kind of hang out in deeper water out by block. But, um, I like to tog. That's just, I'm biased. I like what to is tog. tog? I, so that right there, let's see that right there. That fish behind me is it's a tog. It's also called a blackfish. Okay. And it looks uh, kind of like a small mouth almost. Yeah, a little bit. They're kind of um more black. Not, yeah. I mean, they're an ugly fish. They're not pretty. <laughs> they got this big lip on them and then they have teeth that look like a human. It's pretty wild. That's messed up, bro. That's yeah. why I don't fish the ocean. <laughs> Y'all have some weird fish with like yeah. weird teeth and that's scary know, shit. Man. <laughs> yeah, keeps yeah. you on your toes. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think tog or, or blackfish, depending on who you talk to, um, a they taste great, but I think they're underrated, and that's why I like them. I like an underdog, you know. All right, all right. So that's your ice cream of the ocean, so to speak. If we're going back to your guacamole reference, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. How would it compare to like a like a sea trout, so to speak? A sea? You mean in terms of like eating like you know i can't say i've ever eaten a sea trout all right all right my man dustin nichols we're gonna have to get you two together man because uh get me a couple trouts (laughs) yeah yeah you guys can talk saltwater fishing for sure love it (laughs) but uh you do any inland fishing up that way you know i've had a buddy of mine he's been he's been trying to get me to go i've just been so busy um he crushes um, shout out to my buddy, John, he crushes the, the fly rod. I mean, he's just always okay. out there, rainbow trout, brown trout, um, up here in New Hampshire, he's always going up there and then he finds the weirdest creeks in, in Massachusetts and he just slams fish all day. That's awesome. Um, I have gone for smallmouth here in Rhode Island. There's some ponds that they get, uh, that there's some smallmouth bass in there and then, you know. That's that's pretty much it. I'm a saltwater guy, you know. It's the it. ocean. <laughs> I got it. I got yeah. It. I, I thought you were going to tell me the ice cream fish was like a swordfish or a tuna <laughs> or something like ah, that. Tog, man. All all those are overrated. Pelagics? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Give me the ugly fish that tastes great that no one knows about. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I really know about New England fishing is lobsters and uh, swordfish, man. So, you know. <laughs> What was that movie with, uh, what's his face? Marky Mark was in it. And, perfect Storm. Uh, the Perfect Storm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So the funny, um, I, so I was on a, I had just gotten back from a charter and I was, it was just pissing rain out, right? Yeah. Just dumping. And it's cold. It's like one of those cold summer days, you know, towards the end of the summer. Um, and it's just, I'm soaking wet. I got boots, full rain gear. And I walk into a sunglass shop because that day I sat on my my Costas, so I had to buy a new pair. And so I go in, and sure as shit, one of the guys who was in the perfect storm is walking around the sunglass shop. And I, you know, it, uh, I'm trying to. Do you remember the guy who everyone hated in the movie? He was like the bad oh, guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's been yeah. in the longest yard with Adam yep. Sandler. Like, yep, okay, yep, yep. you can. I don't. It's funny, like. I'll tell people that. And he's like, oh yeah, that guy, like no one knows his name, but he's <laughs> always that guy, you know? Right, right, right. So I, uh, I go up to him like, Hey man, you're the guy in those movies. He goes, what movies? What are you talking about? I go, no, 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 don't fuck with me. Like <laughs> you were, you were, you were in the perfect storm. He goes, 
yeah, it looks like you were too recently, you know? <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. So we had a fun con. It was, it was kind of oh, funny. It was great. like perfect timing, you know? Um, but yeah, perfect storm. Great movie. Heck yeah, man. Brother Jeff in the house. He's, uh, He's on a mission. It's called uh, Fish the 50. He's trying to catch a fish in all 50 states. So Let's go, Jeff. I like the hat. You will definitely get your fish up here. There you go. There you go. Thoughts and prayers with Jeff's wife as well, man. This week, uh, his wife donated a kidney to uh, somebody from their church. And, oh, wow. Uh, both are doing really well. Uh, super awesome story. Yeah. You know, Jeff's been posting out, uh, posting about that. So That's Good awesome. Job. His wife is awesome. She loves coffee just as much as I do. So um, I know she's itching to get a cup of coffee in her. Hopefully she got that today. If not tomorrow, I hope so. Yeah. Are, what, are you a, are you at what roast of coffee? Are you an anything coffee or do you have like a, you know, uh, I will drink anything uh, as long as it's got caffeine in it okay. um, with the exception of Red Bull. Bad experience uh, in my early twenties <laughs> with Red Bull, a little Jägermeister. We don't so need Red to go Bull's there. out. Yeah, Red Bull's out. Like I can't even smell Red Bull, or I might have to go in the corner. But, mo- but monsters in. We can do a monster. Uh, or no, just coffee. Sure, sure. I mean, I work with Mountain Dew, so I've been on their energy drinks a little bit lately. So uh, all right, you know, uh, gotta stay true to the Dew. Got it. Gotta stay with the <laughs> brand, right? But uh, yeah, super cool, man. So yeah, uh, along the keel, man. Your podcast, like, how, mm-hmm. w- what made you start a podcast? I think you're what fifty episodes deep, roughly, like fifty five or fifty six. Yeah, I think we just dropped episode sixty. Will be coming out uh, next this this Sunday, actually. Okay. Yeah. How often, wow. How often are you uploading? So once a week. Yeah. Okay. Right now, once a week. When I started, I was going, I was going crazy. I was doing two a week. And, um, then my, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a ton. It's a ton of work. Um, and, uh, well, well, all well worth it. But, um, when my season started getting busy, it just, it got too much, you know? And I was like, all right, we got to dial this back a little bit. And, um, what it did do is allowed me to have a lot of episodes kind of on the back burner and then I could just kind of push them out. But yeah, the podcast started. Um, so I was in Hawaii, I was working as a captain and i've always had this entrepreneurial itch you know ever since i was a kid and i've had several you know lawn businesses uh i've done let's see i I had a i had a you're gonna laugh at this i bred crickets and sold crickets um (laughs) to pet shops and whatnot that was Uh, i I thought you were gonna say as bait (laughs) no no i've known some uh, folks use crickets as bait here in the midwest that's for sure really oh yeah all right. All right. Yeah, especially in the summer, you know, like those those bass will start eating topwater crappies, bluegills. They'll get up in the shallows, and all right, you know, if there's tall grassy fields and grasshopper lands, man, sometimes, Perfect. you know, even trout streams too. Like the trout, you know, that's a real big fly. Is gets for, uh, you know, yeah. anything that look like uh like uh, one of those water ants or water spiders or whatever. Yeah, um, that's a big thing in the in the trout world for sure. Yeah. And I mean, crickets float good, right? So it, yeah, it all works exactly. out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, so I always had, I always did stuff on the side, you know, and been working. And, um, you know, from there, got my license and moved to Hawaii, worked as a captain, and I still had that itch, you know, I needed to scratch it. And um, for me... I had thought about starting a podcast like probably coming up on three years now when I was at a friend's wedding. And basically I I sat there at my computer in the hotel room and uh, started recording my voice and was like, Nope, not, not going to happen. Not going to (laughs) work. This is a dumb idea. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Like I remember when I recorded my art, the first paddle and fin episode. And I was Mm -hmm. like, and and me and the guy started paddling Finn with shout out to the Godfather. Um, we were like, I hate my voice. This is so bad. Yeah. This is so bad. And now I don't even know how many episodes deep I am personally, you know, but it's just like now it's just like second nature. You don't think twice about it and things like that. And then, you know, like some of our guys, I've had people come up and like, you know, man, you should really be on the radio. You got this voice for radio and this and that. And I'm like, what are you smoking, dude? Like, right. Um, it's crazy, but yeah, I don't know. I will say you do have a good radio voice. I don't know about that, man. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, how long did it take you to get over that aspect? Cause I know for me, like it didn't go away for gosh, it was probably like the first year I was always super conscious Mm-hmm. of what i was saying and um you know i would always um, say um a lot and yeah. uh you know like all those different like stupid things you go back and i still to this day will go back and listen to the first episode just to like mm-hmm. as a reminder of where i came from to right. you know to keep it real <laughs> and all that stuff you know as yeah. as we've grown you know yeah, I listened to my first episode and I'm like, man, I should really re-record this. This is yeah. this is awful. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I hope someone doesn't start at one and then go. I if you're gonna do it, start at one and listen to all of them, but don't just go to one and assume that the quality doesn't improve from there on out. You know, um, that's interesting, right? Because I know we've had folks um, like shoot us messages and stuff like mm-hmm. that where. Um, like they'll jump in and like tonight's show 
and they're like, mm. man, that was really good. And then they'll go back and listen to episode one. And I'm like, man, that's probably a huge disappointment. <laughs> but like I, we've heard several times, like guys will find us and gals too. They'll find us and they'll go back to episode one and mm. then just like binge. But like, mm. I think we're probably pushing close to 600 episodes from wow. episode one to now. So that's wow. a lot of binging. <laughs> that's a lot of binging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. So from there I was like, all right, well maybe I'll give this thing another shot, you know? Sure. And, and then that's what I did. I sat down at my, uh, my dining room. I wasn't even, it was like a little bar table and uh, hunched over a $25 mic in uh, overlooking the Pacific. Not a bad view. And I, I started calling up, you know, friends and family that I knew that were kind of in the industry. And I got, I convinced my buddy Graham from West Passage Oysters, which I believe is episode two or three. Okay. And then for, you know, some stroke of luck, I got, I convinced two other people to be on the show, you know, just no Instagram, no, no, no website, no nothing. Right. 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 And uh, they said yes, you know, and it was it was like, oh shit! Now I committed to this. Now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> like now uh, now I got to go through with it. And uh, yeah, now we're sixty plus episodes in. But to answer your question, I think I think it probably took me probably about the same time, about a year. And, and we're yeah. just coming up on a year now. Like we started in okay. February, so now it's uh, now it's almost May. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Probably about 10 episodes ago, I was like, okay, I can, I can deal with my voice. And then, like I said, now waypoint, we're like, Hey, can you do voiceovers? And I go, Oh geez. Now we have to, re- <laughs> now we gotta, we gotta restart this process now. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> but, yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's, that's always a tricky one, you know, like uh, doing voiceovers for like commercials and things mm-hmm. like that. Like we run a couple ads for, you know, sponsors and stuff we work with and things like that. And it's, it's always interesting. You're like, man, I think I need to redo that. And yeah, you know, you do like 20 <laughs> takes and it's always, you go back to like the first or second one and you're yeah. like, yeah, this was it. What was this I was doing? It. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you listen to like, you know, it's funny. Cause when I did it, um, you know, you're right. You did it like 20 times, but then you listen to the same 10 words over and over and over again. Then they all sound the same. Then you go back to number one. You're like, all right, this is fine. We're good. Just yeah, one, one and done. <laughs> so, so I don't think we touched on it, but like, what's the concept of along the keel? Like, yeah, you know, w- what's your premise of the whole podcast? So kind of coming at it from that entrepreneurial type mindset and to, uh, to preface it, I don't typically like that word entrepreneur. I think it's kind of cliche. You know, I think I, there's I a certain, yeah. I think there's a yeah. certain level in which you have to, I don't think a certain level of success, but I think there's a certain level of buy-in, if you will, to then step into the arena, right? I, there's this, My favorite quote is uh, The Man in the Arena by Theodore Roosevelt. I don't know if you're familiar with that quote at all. Um, but it talks about stepping in and, and kind of putting in your time and committing to something and being consistent and then going forth with it. Um, so I always loved that concept. You know, and having that background, I decided that, okay, well, I love the ocean. I love the outdoors. How can I kind of make a how I built this podcast, but focusing on stuff that I want to hear about, right? And then within that, kind of mix in 
conservation and environmental um, discussions and kind of opening the doors and bridging the gaps from the idea of conservation and preservation, right? Because I think with preservation, we're talking more like national parks and trails and, and enjoying it. But then conservation, we talk more on fishing and hunting and, and really kind of merging these two lifestyles, if you will, together and bringing a better understanding to the fact that, well, in order for us to enjoy the outdoors, we need companies like Beaches and Beans, right? Because they're bringing more, they're they're bringing more um, light to the issues and topics that are, you know. Oh yeah, there it is, man. This is Boom. a cool program. Boom. Um, you That's know. on Apple Podcasts, but I'm sure it looks similar on uh, everything else. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a new logo, but for some reason it doesn't populate on Apple as well sometimes. But we'll have to talk um, to those folks. Yeah, I'll get them. Those, I'll get on them for rap scallions over at yeah. Apple. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the concept overall. It's you know it's connecting the idea of you know conscious capitalism and and being like okay, well, in order for us to enjoy the outdoors, we also kind of have to pay for it. You know, sure. But let's tell the stories of how people are doing their part in in doing that. You know, so. Shows range from, you know, uh, Beaches and Beans, which was the most recent one, where these father and son duo have a great coffee company here in Long Island, New York. And then all the way from episode one um, with Rugged Seas, which is probably one of my favorite episodes to this day, just because they kind of kicked it off, where they take uh, fishing bibs, you know, and turn it into backpacks, hats, gear. And while doing that, they're not only recycling the bibs and removing plastic from the ocean, but they're also bringing to light the issues that kind of stem from commercial fishing, you know, and how commercial fishing is, you know, is in fact, there's a lot of sustainable aspects to it, but at the same time, like there's a whole culture behind it. You know, there's a, there's a community there and they don't always get recognized. So also I think it's part of it is recognition, you know, giving recognition to those that are doing something good and uh, putting themselves out there. I'll have to go back and, binge from episode one now. yeah <laughs> just just cut me some slack all right <laughs> it was a 20 dollar mic from amazon <laughs> uh, i don't know man I'll, I'll be sending you text messages as i'm dead drive down the road or i mean i'll pull <laughs> over to this side of the road um no that's super cool man i i like that you know i listen uh like we talked before we started here um i listened to that most recent one of uh, mm-hmm. beaches and beans and you know it, it definitely had uh, the aspect like that's one thing like we always try to do is like treat our shows like it's a couple guys just sitting around mm-hmm. shooting the breeze around a campfire talking fishing or whatever right and that was like definitely the feel i got um from from listening to that but it was it was very cool to hear the story of the father and son they were in you know, doing some, uh, online businesses, Mm -hmm. i.e. through, you know, Amazon and things like that, things slowed down and, you know, they started a a coffee company and they're roasting beans and doing Mm -hmm. all that cool stuff, which is, uh, super cool, man. Especially, you know, like you mentioned in that episode was, um, you know, the father and son aspect, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't see that as much anymore, you know? Um, yeah, you know, I tried to have my son work for me at one point in time. He's like, get out of here, dad, <laughs> get a life playing my Xbox, bro. Like, <laughs> you want me to do what? You know, right. Bro. My kid's a good kid. I just like <laughs> giving him a hard time, but, uh, 
um you know you just don't see it as much which is which yeah. is cool dude but yeah it's it's you know i can remember a big part of that um that spirit and drive came from my dad he owned a promotional items company for a little while okay and um you know i can remember he coming back he was working in a corporate job for a while and then he took the leap of faith and that was that was a moment in time where it was actually really fun to be around this this project if you will you know sure. like this this other thing that we could all kind of put forth as a family and put effort towards to kind of lift ourselves yeah. up you know it was it was a really cool concept and um hell i remember going there and moving boxes till the cows come home just because we had to move boxes you know and i, I know the feeling man yeah. <laughs> my old my old man owned his own trucking company for many years and it was like hey guess what you're doing this weekend you're yeah go tarp a flatbed or move some freight around and i remembered like the moving freight thing was cool because i was like you know 14 ripping around on a forklift and i was right. like this is cool you yeah. know yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know it's one of those things where you know looking back i'll never forget that stuff and um, yeah you know just you know growing up in the small business world you know right um and i still stick to the small business world to the day you know mm-hmm. we're small family-owned company you know and yeah i mean pretty much every every job i've had um was for a small business um mm-hmm. you know that i can remember right same yeah. same I only had a few jobs throughout my long life you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it, I'm, I'm the same way like i want to be able to work next to the owner you know i don't want to sure. work for someone i want to work with someone you know yeah and, that's always been something that's been important. I've gotten offers from other companies and I'm just like, eh, you know what? Eh, probably not going to work, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've, uh, the same, the same, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, not interested. Not, not interested. interested. Yeah. Um, so real quick, man, before we start winding things down, like yeah. what is the company that you're, are you running a charter service, right? Out of, you know, so I, I actually work for a company now and I, I get contracted to do other jobs in and around the mostly Rhode Island and New England. Um, and then do deliveries, you know, so we'll move um, I'll move a boat from one location to the next. Uh, OK, which is always fun. They're quick. They're they're pretty painless most of the time. And yeah. uh, uh, they're nice. You just put on the put it, throw some tunes on and then you take a nice boat ride. And typically the That's boats cool. are are nice as well. Um, but yeah, the company I work for, it's a fun job. You know, it's, it's uh, fast response towing and salvage. Okay. So basically we do, um, you know, you break down, it's kind of like AAA for the water, okay. you know, sure, so sure, you, sure, sure. you break down out there and need a battery jump. We'll come jump your, jump your boat. Or, uh, if you need a tow, we'll tow you back. The fun stuff is, you know, we're, if there's a situation where a boat's taken on water, it's sinking or has sunk, and now that's a that's considered a salvage, you know, depending yeah, on yeah. the situation. And um, those are always fun because you kind of got to think fast, move quick, and um, you know you get to use cool fast boats and big equipment, and it's it's fun, you know. It's what's the biggest different. What's the biggest boat you've ever driven? Um, biggest boat I've run. Uh, I have a hundred ton license, so. Nothing too crazy. Okay. Um, personally, I've run like a, I think it was a fifty-five foot boat. Okay. So not 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 that big. 
Um, I did, however, get to ride shotgun and, and drive a little bit for a, uh, and I wasn't paid. It was just a buddy of mine ran the boat. It was 108 foot, no, 108 passenger, about a hundred, uh, 70, no, 80 foot ferry, fast ferry. Okay. That was, that was cool. We did, uh, we did 30 knots on a 70 foot boat going to the miles per hour. That always confuses me. (laughs) That's like a little less than 40 miles an hour on the water. All right. Which, yeah, which is fast, which is fast with 108 people on board. You know, that's quick. I want to get a kayak that does like a little <laughs> under 40 miles an hour just so I could rip around, get to my spots, you know? Yeah, you get on the bass real quick. I'm going to have to talk to the good folks at New Canoe about that 40 mile an hour kayak, you know? <laughs> uh, Tommy, we're working with Waypoint now. We'll make that happen. Oh, man. I like we'll this. We'll make the connection. We'll make this deal is getting better and better. Yeah, better and better. <laughs> Or spot one of the shows I think is sponsored by Mercury, so you never know. Throw a Merc on a a three hundred on the back of a kayak. Who knows? The kayak would probably sink, and we'd be calling you to salvage it out of the (laughs) bottom bottom of the lake. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Well, you know, you never know unless you try. This this is true. That's why we're (laughs) talking to each other right now, right? I like it. (laughs) <laughs> oh man well uh i appreciate you taking the time out tonight man to uh chat and uh you know bringing us on to waypoint and yeah, absolutely uh, looking forward to the future man and uh i know it's a start of a great friendship and um all that good stuff man but um where can the good folks go and follow you your podcast and all that good stuff man yeah well thanks you know for the kind words and you know right back at you i think it's going to be an awesome relationship between along the keel paddle and fin and then of course getting you guys involved with waypoint i mean that's a a partnership that i can see going you know far beyond where it's at now you know and it's only going to get better it's only going to grow and um you know all your followers and whatnot it's going to be an awesome awesome thing to be a part of so stoked to have you aboard um yeah you can learn more about me and along the keel um along the keel uh, on Instagram, just at along the keel and then along the keel.com. Um, and then if you want to learn more about waypoint, we at waypoint TV on Instagram, um, that kind of opens the door for everything. So if you want to go to waypoint boating, waypoint hunt, waypoint fishing, um, we got a bunch of different handles and it's all directed towards the outdoors. So if you're a, a boater, a hunter, a saltwater, freshwater, we got it all, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, Heck yeah. We point outdoor collective on Instagram. That's all the podcasts that we have currently and they're only going to get more. So nice. yeah, check us out. I like it. I like it. Download the app. Get on it, boys and girls. Get on it. <laughs> get it on uh, Roku, smart TVs, these things, iPhones, all over the interwebs. Yeah. <laughs> Technology these days. Gotta love it. Gotta love it, man. Gotta love it. Well, thanks. Thanks again, brother. Uh, I appreciate you. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, continuing to grow the Paddling Finn family and uh, keep the ball rolling. I forgot to mention at the beginning, boys and girls, Mrs. Susie Roloff is coming back uh, in the month of May. So get ready for that. You know, she's been taking some time off helping, uh, you know, get our trail series set up rolling and uh you know obviously she's our tournament director so huge shout out to Susie 
and all the guys and gals that help us, uh, all our volunteers, uh, especially this past weekend in Indiana, Mr. Jeff Hep, JP, Titus Dominguez. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody else. Um, but uh, next event, May 15th, Cold Water Chain in Michigan. Be there or be square. Till next time, boys and girls. Tight lines. Smooth paddling. Peace.